Hang on. Hang on. Halt. Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time. They might be giants. I'm your host, Gregorio Simpson. I don't know. And my guest is Alejo Gassiopo. Did I get it? Yes. <laughs> Straight out of Tucumán, uh, Argentina, and we are going to talk about applause, applause, applause off of my murdered remains. Here we go. Here's a question for you. Do you know any They Might Be Giants fans in real life in Argentina? Uh, like, fan, <laughs> <laughs> like, fan? No, no, um, no. Well, how about just people that have heard of them, like, without you telling them? Oh, like, uh, that, listen to this. I, I, like, I really like when that happens. My eyes, like, shine. When I tell, ah, you know the Mighty yeah. Giants? Yeah, aren't those the guy from uh, Malcolm in the Middle? <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. yes, yes, they are. <laughs> they also made the song for Mickey Mouse, uh, Clubhouse. Right, yeah, at your age, yeah. <laughs> I but, mean, that, yeah, you were you were a baby when Mickey Mouse Clubhouse was on. I mean, they, they made the show for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? So, yeah, I, I assume Disney is everywhere, so... so mm. y- you all got uh, La Casa, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse down there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, how much American TV do you get down there? I mean, I imagine it's... I mean, now with all the streaming and stuff, you can just watch everything. But if you just turned on your TV, like broadcast TV, like not internet mm. streaming TV, how many like English language uh, channels would be on your TV? I'm just curious. I mean, we had the the cartoon ones, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, Disney. Uh, yeah. And then mostly movies, like no really ah. TV shows except for uh, crime, show, crime shows, like, I don't know, CSI. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. You get Law and Order? Excuse, uh, excuse me? 
What do you mean? Law and Order. It's ah. like the uh, detective and lawyer no, show. No, yeah. yeah, we have yeah. those, but I mean, obviously dubbed, like in Spanish. Dubbed. Okay. All right. Uh, so the, the stuff's usually dubbed. It's not like uh, Spanish it, subtitles. No, no, not really. It's kind of uncommon, but mostly gotcha. like crime series and not much, not much yeah. else. Like comedy. True crime is yeah very popular everywhere now. True and fake crime too. Yeah, right. Fictional, yeah. Any any sort of crime, true crime, fictionalized crime mm. dramas, yeah, all that. Um, okay, so what? Is, so you're in film school. You're in college studying film. Right. What is the name of your college? Uh, Escuela de Cine is film school. <laughs> Escuela uh, de, yeah. Mm-hmm. Escuela de Cine, video y televisión. I mean, you know, video, video and television. Nice. Um, and. Uh, you are in the, it's in the northern part of Argentina, right? You said? Right. Okay. Um, and did you, did you grow up in that town or did you have to, to, to travel? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm trapped here. I okay. lived here all my life. Uh, I went to some places like, like you should do. Everyone yeah. does that. Uh, but yeah, I, I grew, grew up here and live here and stuck here maybe forever. Who knows? I hope not. <laughs> Nah, you're going to end up in Hollywood, baby. Oh, or yeah. Bollywood. <laughs> I mean, you know, Hollywood one. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, are there any, like, major film studios in Argentina? There's got to be something, right, that just uh, us Americans haven't heard of? We have, like, a really big production company that um, don't tell anyone because I will lose my future job, but they suck. It's called... <laughs> It's called Polka Production, and ah, oh, it's really oh. like how can I say this? Like if Adam Sandler was either funny and was <laughs> twice as dumb, <laughs> and here was the uh, basically every uh, audiovisual product. That's Polka for you. <laughs> polka Productions. It sounds like polka music. I imagine it's not uh, spelled like that. Maybe it's Pol polka. slash ka. Polka. Ah, okay. What does that mean in Spanish? Polka? It's not like polka music, right? Uh, I, I think it is because polka is polka. Really? It's not like a word here. It's polka. Oh, polka wow. music. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, for those of us, you know, all of us, they might be Giants fans that like the accordion. I mean, my my Polish-Lithuanian uh, grandfather, I didn't mm-hmm. know him very well because he died when I was six, but my my mom's dad... He was the accordionist, and I have a couple of his accordions, as well as one I bought myself. And, yeah, polka music is what most people think of when they think of the accordion. Yeah, we have, a, definitely, we yeah. have an accordion here, but it's not called an accordion. It's called the bandoneon. I don't know if you heard that. It's huh. the same Wait, thing. Wait, say it again. What's it called? But for tango. It's the same thing, but for tango. Okay. Okay. I mean, are they... Uh, so, an accordion in music down there, is it going to have a side that has piano keys, looks like piano, or does it have buttons, like round buttons? No, it has, uh, like... Let me check. I think it has buttons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that's, that's, like, what you'll see in, like, Mexican music, especially, like, northern Mexican music. You know, it'll have... Um, it'll feature accordion pretty prominently, playing a lot of melodies and stuff like that, but also, mm. you know... Guitars, trumpets, violins, like, and then there's mariachi music, of course. Um, that doesn't feature accordion as much, but there's all these like Mexican pop groups, like boy bands, almost like they're wearing their cowboy hats, and uh, and like, they're, they're dressed like 
with the right hair, right? They're, they're, yeah, they're dressed like a rapper, but with a cowboy hat. Like, it's the weirdest thing. Uh, but it's like, that's a super popular with, like, Mexican-Americans. Yeah, corrida, ranchera. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we listen to uh, some Spanish-language music, and I find a lot of cool bands in Madrid. Like, when I was over there, like, I spent a lot of time... Uh, trying to find out what the cool bands were like that like rock oh, bands I, I really not like, like popular i really like like latin american music like i'm yeah. very diverse in my taste yeah do you know um i mean probably my favorite like pop type, I, I don't know i don't know if it should be considered indie pop or just pop do you know julieta venegas oh julieta venegas yes yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah i love her limoni sal limoni sal fantastic She's really great. She is amazing. Um, yeah, I don't know if she's really... She's probably still putting out albums. I know Limon Isal is probably like at least a decade old. But over in uh, Madrid, I found this cool um, band called uh, Casa de Azul. And uh-huh. they... I don't know if they're... I don't know if they're named after... I mean, they're from Spain. But like Frida Kahlo, the painter, like her... She has a, like the blue house. Her One of her houses... Um, it's, well, it's very blue. <laughs> like it's very blue. Uh, but Casa de, Casa de Azul um, is a band. It started as like kind of an indie pop, indie rock band, and became like a dance music kind of band. Casa, like it, they Casa del Sur. Casa, yeah, like bl- hmm. the Blue House. Casa ah, de Azul. Ah, ah. Casa de Azul. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, like, like if you go to like their band camp or, or see them on Spotify, like you listen to their old stuff and it's like uh-huh. really cool, peppy, happy r- indie rock music. But then you listen to their newer stuff and you're like, is this the same band? Well, Apparently, like, it, right. like they lost a I'm bunch of members. On Google. Uh, you won't guess what what appears when I search Casa de Azul. You take a guess. You, I mean, blue houses. I don't know what. what yeah, it's a blue house. I mean, I heard yeah. band, band. I mean, I was wondering if they were named if they named it after because Frida Kahlo's uh, her the most famous. Well, she has. There's two houses right. in Mexico City you can visit. That the one she had with Diego La Rivera. Casa Azul. But uh, and then her casa, yeah, her blue house is uh, a museum. Yeah, I, my, my mom went to Frida Kahlo's house. I mean. The museum. Uh-huh. So yeah, because there's also the one with uh, Diego where they basically had their own houses and there's like a bridge between. That one's pretty cool too. Uh, um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so we've been to both of them. We're big big fans of Frida Kahlo. Let's work our way back to They Might Be Giants. Oh, oh so, can, I, can I add something? Isn't the name of uh-huh. the, like, the first band of They Might Be Giants was in Spanish? Yeah, a Grupo de Rock and Roll. Ah, uh, right, group the of rock, rock and roll, roll group, I guess. I, I think because <laughs> yeah. they play, and I think they just named themselves that as a. This is just me guessing as a temporary name because they were playing a Sandinista rally mm. in Central Park in New York City, in Manhattan. Um, and the name the Mighty Giant it comes from El Quijote, right? Uh, it comes from an old movie. Um. Yeah, so you yeah you're in film school. You should watch the movie. Uh, they uh, I I watched a uh, what was the name? Gigantic, the tale of two Jones, I think. Oh yeah, the documentary. Right. But I mean, like the the old movie that they took their name from. Mm, that's that kind of interesting. I didn't know they were from a movie. I, I thought it was from El Quijote. Maybe. Oh well, yeah, that's that's what yeah, like you know the windmills and stuff. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. 
I almost exclusively read nonfiction about music. Like, almost exclusively. That, that's correct. Um, I, I didn't read, I, well, this year, mostly I read uh, nonfiction stuff about script, about screenwriting, uh, movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have, right there, I have, like, Art and Science of the Script from Philip Parker. So, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're in college, you're going to be reading, you know, you're not in college for literature, so you're, you're going to be reading most of the stuff about <laughs> making movies. But yeah, They Might Be Giants, the film, um, it was based on a, a play from 1961, so it was originally a play uh, you know, in the, in the theater, a stage play. Um, but is in 1971, it was uh, uh, like a mystery movie, but like a comedy, um, a funny mystery movie, basically, starring George C. Scott, who is uh, enjoying Woodward. George C. Scott is like a huge name in like classic cinema hmm. in uh, the United States. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, just like, you know, I hate being like, well, American cinema is the best. But like, you know, I mean, Hollywood is where like all the shit's. Hollywood is Hollywood. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you know who George C. Scott is? George C. Scott. Uh, let me check. I. What, 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 okay, what well, well, have we? you ever seen? Have you ever seen? Uh, do you know who Stanley Kubrick was, the director? Oh, obviously, of course. Yeah. So uh, George C. Scott was uh, in Dr. Strangelove. If you haven't seen that, uh, Doctor Strange ooh, Love. What, or, what a movie, Doctor Strange Love. It's uh, well, the subtitle is or how I learned to stop worrying <laughs> and love the bomb. Yep. George Good C. Old Scott. Black comedy. Yeah, George C. Scott. Uh, uh, Peter was, Sellers. He was ah, uh, uh, I mean, he, he played Doctor Strange Love in the movie. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, I think he was Doctor Strangelove. Let's see in the wheelchair and stuff. Um, oh. I think so. Right. Let me go to IMDb. Um, I, I'm really. Bad I mean, he was him. also in like the most famous version of the Christmas Carol. He played Ebenezer Scrooge. Right. I'm checking his Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, Patton. He was in Patton a war movie. Um, very, he's very recognizable by like he's a very like wide nose, I guess is how he is. I would say it. Um, yeah, I mean he died in like it's kind 99. of uh, awkward for me to see they might be giants film like. I know, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> he was in the Exorcist three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, the third one. The what? third one, clearly the best. Uh, um, of course, we no. should watch it right now. <laughs> All right, now where is Doctor Strange Love? Let's see, that was sixty-four. Okay, uh, he was no, he wasn't Doctor Strange Love. He was um, General. Wait, the, the the general. He was General Buck Turgidson. Uh, he was just some dude. Well, he was a pretty major role, um, but not Doctor Strange Love. Yeah, and uh, Peter Sellers was the main role. Really, Peter Sellers was. Uh, Wait, Peter Sellers was Doctor Strange, love, right? Ah, oh, he played I don't know. he played Je- Sherlock Holmes in the movie The Mighty Giants. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You should watch it. I should watch it. Why have I not seen the film The Mighty Giants? Right. Well, how did you watch it? That's crazy. I have yeah. to. I mean, it, it looks kind of interesting, though. Ooh, uh, George C. Scott was also in a, a TV movie called Don Juan in Hell, and he played the <laughs> devil. This sounds cool. Oh, he was in, in <laughs> Twelve Angry Men as a someone, mm. but that's mm. a really good movie. 
Oh, Anatomy of a Murder. This is, I think this is a pretty, I mean, that movie poster, that movie, uh, that was, that was, uh, starring, um, uh, he was Jimmy, in Jimmy Stewart. Oh, he played Mussolini in Mussolini. <laughs> the answer story. I, I, I wonder <laughs> what story he, he has for us. <laughs> Mussolini. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You gotta love playing Mussolini. You know, if you get to play Hitler or Mussolini, that's like, you know, you, you know, you made it. Yeah, you, you <laughs> so really yeah, they were giants. His character was Justin. <laughs> Justin Playfair. So yeah. he was a nice guy. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, all right. So how? So they might be giants. The film. Yeah. Let's let's both watch that before uh, I air this episode, which won't be for like a month. Let's both watch that, and then and then we can talk about it in our Twitter DMs and uh, <laughs> see what we think about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's 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 our assignment. I'm sure I could find it on Amazon. Yeah, I, I, I like watching movies. So I mean, makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure you watch a ton of movies. What is your favorite movie? Ooh. I don't know why I keep going on these tangents. What's your favorite movie, young man? Film, Ooh. film student. What do you think? I mean, I have my favorite movie, and I have the best movie I watch. This I like. Okay, yeah, yeah, I under, yeah, I understand the difference. So the one that you that you love the most, but then one that you uh, also think is like the, the best movie. The movie I love the most is called uh, uh, Robo. What's the word for Robo? The Steel of the Century. That still is not the word. Mm. Uh, that's an Argentinian film. And I really, okay. really like to watch it because it's so fun. It's so well, so well made that makes okay. me go like, maybe I want to be a filmmaker to do something like this. I mean, it's not like That's the awesome. big breakout, not like The Secret in Your Eyes, which is a really good uh-huh. movie, uh, or Wild mm-hmm. Tales, but it's the movie that I enjoy the most. Uh, <laughs> but they might be giants. Yeah, well, we're talking about <laughs> they might be giants. So- did you get into the MIP Giants through Mickey Mouse Clubhouse then, or, or how? No, in fact, I got into the MIP Giants thanks to Just Dance. I think it was 2015. Oh, Istanbul. Yeah, Istanbul, Istanbul with, yeah. The, with the bear and the hip and whatever. Yeah, I was actually just doing that with the last week of uh, my choir classes at school. You know, like I had already turned in my grades, whatever, we're done, we're just like... Fucking around, just having fun, watching movies, yeah. playing games, blah, blah, blah. So the kids were wanting to do Just Dance, and I knew that Istanbul was on there, and I had never... Which uh, game? I think I it's played... Or... I think I... T- What's that? It's, um, it's which, uh, Just Dance 4? I don't, just I don't Dance remember. 4 sounds right. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I, I learned how to do it. I actually took a video. Like, if you scroll back in the Instagram for <laughs> for uh, This Might Be a Podcast, you'll find some of my oh, students doing uh, the Just Dance for Istanbul. Yeah, I mean, you have to look back like mid-May, end of May, and then you'll find like three of my kids doing it. It's a really, really fun uh, choreography. Yeah, there's like you make a little, like two of the people make a little bridge and the other two go under the bridge and uh, circle around. Yeah, it's pretty Uh, fun. uh, And you have to do like something right there. Uh, I'd be showing you the moves if my camera worked right now. <laughs> yeah, but like each each character kind of takes its own little turn, and then you freeze, and then the next person takes their little turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I discovered through it uh, just as because I was playing uh, with a friend. I, yeah. We we really like to to this day. We really like to just come over and play the Wii. <laughs> 
In fact, yeah. so, uh, some days ago we played the Wii like fucking 6 a.m. We came after a birthday <laughs> party and say, want to play Wii, Jack? <laughs> and we start to nice. play Smash, uh, Smash Bros. <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> Super Smash Bros. Nice. <laughs> we, we unlock every character. Uh, we, were, we are very, very proud. Uh, but anyways, uh, we had fun. Amazing. And obviously, I didn't know what uh, Temai by Giant was. Uh, in fact, uh, Malcolm in the Middle wasn't uh -huh. kind of a big hit like, right in, in Argentina. We really never uh, catch up with it. It didn't stick. I mean... It was okay. addicting, so we never hear uh, either the the intro they made for it. So we were playing just dance and we had Istanbul because we were like uh, doing all the levels, all the dance. We were having fun. This was in 2015. Uh, I was uh, don't feel old. I was 12 years old <laughs> in 2015. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so you were born in 2003. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I was already starting my career as a music teacher in 2003. Wow! Like you were like whenever I meet someone who's an an adult who could have been my students when they were a kid, I feel old. But you were even too young to have been my student. You were, I, I, had I to was, have been at least five or six to be my student. <laughs> I was even that thing in 2003. <laughs> you, as we say, you weren't even a glimmer in your dad's eye. Uh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm looking up the uh, El Grupo de Rock and Roll, actually. And um, yeah, because they only released one song under that name, and it's called Penguin. Um, it, so is, is that in the Excel? Like someone want, have, can talk about that? About that song? Well, uh, I you know I don't think anyone's picked it. It's on the spreadsheet, like it's mm -hmm. the very top of I the mean, spreadsheet. I mean, it's like recorded somewhere. Uh, oh, Penguin, yeah. If you uh, look for uh, it, it's with Dial a Song. It's on the Power of Dial a Song compilation. I think the which Power year? of Di uh, Dial a Song. Okay, Power. Uh, so this is from 1982. So uh -huh. this was the only show they played in 1982. They say they formed in 1982, which you know they they were they weren't called. They might be oh, giants. They have so many songs. Do they have really a lot of songs? Wow. They, yeah, they have like 900 songs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a thousand. Yeah, I know. Yeah, come on, guys, quit being lazy. Hit a thousand songs. Yeah, come on, you lazy bums. Wow. Um, so yeah, so a group of day rock and roll released one song called Penguin, uh, which is considered a They Might Be Giants song now, basically. So if you search for, you, you know what of, They Might Be Giants, uh, like the translation of They Might Be Giants in Spanish. Uh. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, gigante. I, what, what would it be? Ellos, they, deberían, might, be, ser gigantes, giants. Ellos deberían ser gigantes. They might be giants. There you go. They should. They should be giants, though. I think they are. I, I, book was released this year, right? No, book was released in November of 2021. What? 2021? I know, right? I know. No. Oof. So if you search uh, Penguin, so TMBG Penguin on YouTube, you'll find it. P-E-N-G-U-I-N-E -E, Penguin. Um, penguin. Yeah, Penguin. Peng penguin. It's really weird. Like, Flan sings and, like, is like, 
crooner, like Frank Sinatra type voice that he used to do all the time back it, then. It, it's a minus long. I, I don't know how how much you can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, it is a minute long. Well, I mean, you could talk about it a lot because it's the very first song they ever did. I mean, there's a lot there. That, that's and, right. you know, we're not going to go too much into it right now. But, yeah, they played one show in July 18th, 1982, under the name of Grupo de Rock and Roll. And it was a Sandinista rally in Central Park, like I said. They played, like, um, one song and that's it. Like, okay, take care of Penguin. Bye. I think they were playing. I think they were playing other songs, but they only, I guess, released one recorded song under that name, oh. Penguin. And then, and then by 1983, they were calling themselves They Might Be Giants. Uh, 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 so right. yeah, before their second show, so they they played one show called Dig El Grupo de Rock and Roll, the Rock and Roll Group. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, there's some interview that Linnell did where he said how. One of his friends in high school, or one of his friends from high school, got them the gig. And, quote, she immediately thought, well, there's this coalition that's all celebrating the anniversary of the Sandinista Revolution, and they need a band. Mm. He added that it was their only Sandinista rally to date. (laughs) Yeah, they haven't played any other Sandinista rallies. Come on. Um, Yeah, so there's one photograph of the show, and it's on the wiki if you go on TMBW. Uh, and you search El Grupo de Rock That wiki is one... amazing, like, really. I know, right? Wow. Know. So there's one photo of them, and they just look so baby-faced, so fresh. Oh, they were so young. I know, look at that. Just on a stage, just put up in Central Park. I, I At some point of my life, I wanted to have, like, the haircut that John Lennon had in Apollo 18, which is, like, really long. Oh, yeah, where it's really long. Uh, I had at some point, but I wanted to be longer. But my mom said, nah, put your hair. Yeah, so I guess for this one show, they named themselves a group of day rock and roll because there were so many Spanish speakers in attendance, according to the wiki. Uh, according to the early years uh, hmm. handbook. Yeah. Uh, F- yeah. Okay, so, um, so applause, applause, applause. Uh, obviously, you're a true fan of They Might Be Giants because this song, uh, it is on YouTube, but it's not on all the streaming services because they want people to buy the CD of uh, My Murdered Remains. So, um, do you own the CD or the vinyl? Yeah? Uh, I think, I don't know if you remember, but at some point, they like gave away free for free uh, uh, My Murdered Remains. Oh yeah, the the vinyl. Yeah, I think they were trying to clear out some vinyl copies or something. Was it vinyl or CD? No, no, it was a digital. Like you have the oh, download the zip um, for a week. Uh, Oh yeah, I remember that. Where it's like if you order something, you get my murdered remains for free or whatever. Uh, something like that. Uh, Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my biggest like. no, not regular, but I was really sad at the fact that is this wasn't in any uh, mainstream service, right? No, it wasn't Spotify and anything. I, I'm not going to talk about this again because my listeners are tired of hearing me bitch about uh, <laughs> them not putting My really? Murdered Remains. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, the John Henry demos, the Escape Team, My Murdered Remains, like none of those are on really Spotify. Good, sure. I know they're so good and like mainly I want to put them on playlists and like I, I you can do Spotify playlists where yeah. if you have the file on your hard drive like you can put it in a Spotify playlist but I want everyone to be able to enjoy these songs and YouTube yeah you can go on YouTube and listen to pretty much all of them but 
Uh, YouTube is not the most convenient place. No, to be. not every kind YouTube music either. Yeah, I mean, you can make yourself a playlist out of YouTube videos of the entirety of My Murder Remains, but it would take you like an hour just to put that together. <laughs> right. I, I mean, thank, thank God Spotify has like the put your own file in the playlist uh, like uh -huh. some few years ago. So Because it really sucks because some of my favorite songs of the band is in My Murder Remains, like Tractor, Applause, uh, The Necrols. Ah, that really is a good song. Yeah. Yeah, I've done, I did a tractor last, I did that episode last spring. Or wait, did I do tractor? Hold on. Hmm. I, I did neck rolls. Uh, let's see. Did I do tractor? Let's find out. Let's search. Tractor. 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 Tra fact, no, I have not done tractor yet. Noah Daniel, our German friend, is actually signed up for uh -huh. that song. Yeah, so, um, so the My Murder Remains songs that I have done episodes on uh my polish friend Masiek, the, the communists have the music we thought it would be appropriate for yeah. someone who lived through uh the berlin wall falling in uh makes sense, makes <laughs> sense to me. Uh, yeah i mean he was a kid when it was you know when uh poland was yeah well it, anyway you know we don't need to go into more more <laughs> international <laughs> history it, lessons he's already ready uh, <laughs> we, we are done uh, yeah uh ampersand um Ampersand. The necrols aren't working. Unctuous robots. It's just full of, of tick, 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 tick. Best regrets. I mean, yeah. they really make oh, a really good album here. And, uh, and did you did tick, uh, tick, tick. Starry Eyes? Which one? Starry Eyes. Oh, Starry Eyes. That one's actually a cover. But yeah, their version is really good. It's a cover? Yeah, they didn't write that song. Ah, mira. Yeah, it's... Um, it's uh, 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 I should know this off the top of my head. I don't. It is by the, um, no, not The Weeknd. That is not, no, you <laughs> didn't write that either. Uh, the Records. The band ah, is called the, the Records. Yeah. Yeah, which is a very bad name for the Google era. The Records. Yeah. Um, great song, though. Like, I kind of like Power Pop. I, I, I like the, I mean, it's a cover. I really like the cover. But I thought you went from there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, they're they've they've got so many notable covers. I mean, Istanbul's a cover. Uh, um, it was from Beyonce. What's his name? Bills. 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 Uh, it was from Beyonce. Uh -huh. That's all right. Yeah, Bills. 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 Yep. And they also did uh, "Tub Thumping" by Chumbawamba. Oh, I get knocked down. I, 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 I they make really great covers. I really like them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, is a cover. I say yeah, yeah. That's what I say. Huh. I say yeah, yeah. That's a cover. Um. Uh, why does the sun shine is a cover? In serio? Oh, I mean, really? I, yeah, it's from a 1960s, 70s. I'm not sure what year. It's from an educational uh, song LP that's from the 60s or 70s. I'm forgetting the year. And yeah, they've done it so much. Like people assume that that's their song. People assume that Istanbul is their song. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> I was just doing that. Yeah. Oh, from More Murdered Remains, the second disc, I have done uh, Prepare. Uh, no cops, a whole lot of glean, and door to door minotaur. So I've I've done a fair amount of my my murdered remain songs, which is I I feel like I've done a good amount of murdered remain songs for it being an album that a lot of they might be Giants fans haven't heard all that much because <laughs> I, I don't understand why they're I mean, depriving their fans. Uh, of these I kind streaming. of get confused with I like fun with my murdered remains and I like fun because the art is like exactly the same. 
Exactly, and it right. came the same year, and with Daya song included. So it... yeah, yeah, they were all smashed together, the escape team and all that stuff. Um, yeah, uh, and I like fun. Uh, it's full of bangers too. Wow, twenty eighteen oh, yeah. was like a really great year for for music. Humanity. Was a song here for them, yeah, 2015 and 2018. Uh, right? I, I was I was uh, following them in the song 2018. Uh, okay, so really okay, so wait, how old were you? Did you say when you when you first were hearing Istanbul doing Just Dance? How old were you? Twelve, because I had 12, thirteen. 12, right. Than, at the Twelve. Time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so. So you were, uh, yeah, so then you were 15 when My Murdered Remains came out, um, mm-hmm. 15-ish. I'm not sure when your birthday is, uh, but just sept- like fun. September 10th. Okay, September 10th. My my daughter's birthday is September 7th. Oh, uh, she's from Beirut, so, too. Uh, what's that? Uh, she's going to be five. And I, I mean, she's from uh, Zodiac, uh, is Beirut. Is Beirut? Yeah, it is the same. We are two from Virgo. Virgo zodiac sign. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 August 29th. I'm a Virgo as well. Um, yeah. So the uh, yeah, because so I like fun would have come out before your birthday, and then uh, before your 15th birthday, and then my murder remains and the escape team and the John Henry demos were all released after your birthday, all in the calendar year of 2018. Uh, which is nuts. So applause, applause, applause is track. Uh, where is it? Number uh, six. Uh, track six. Yes, track six. So I mean, it's pretty front loaded. I feel like you know the first disc, the actual My Murdered Remains, Communists. I've been seeing things. Good times, busy days. Dog, like dog, is one of those fucked up songs that the I dog, love. It, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. it's so weird. I really love it. Oh yeah, it's great. Ampersand, I think, is one of Flans's best love songs of the modern era, and they've never played it live. It's criminal. Whoa, whoa. Applause, applause, applause. They've played twenty-five times, so we're going to talk about that. Later. Twenty-five. I mean, um, it is kind of a live song already. It's not mixed. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a hit, but yeah, I'm I'm glad they've they've played it because there's so many My Murdered Remains songs that never got played. They're like, oh, people don't know these songs. Well, why do you think they don't know these songs? Because you didn't put them on Spotify. <laughs> it's it's so hard to have like fifteen fabulous TMI Vijayan song because they can play, they can play them on, they can play them on. That's that's yeah. Sucks. yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if like they did a tour where like in each city they did like their songs in chronological order Oof. so like you know like the new york opener would get like the first 20 songs you know <laughs> like like the first like maybe they play penguin even and then they <laughs> do the first album and like the b-sides and then you know maybe they play philadelphia and do you know the next you know they do lincoln and some other stuff so then <laughs> is there, is there then, like a, a tier list for the Miami Jam album or something like that because oh people have done all kinds of stuff i mean there there is there are some youtube videos where people rank their albums you know we're, we're gonna score this song at the end and people know roughly my favorite albums you know, if you've listened to this show, people know that Apollo 18 is my favorite. Lincoln's my second favorite. Minkar is my third favorite. Um, oh, from there, Mirabos. it can get tossed around a little bit. Yeah, from there, I'd maybe go the Else, and then maybe the Pink Album, and then maybe Nanobots or Flood or one of those. Um, ah, Flood is yeah. ranked very low. 
I think. Yeah, it's just, you know, that's, that's the, you know, if someone says Flood's their favorite album, they are a basic I mean, bitch. Oh, <laughs> I mean, my top three is um, The Spine. You can say Flood. Okay, Spine, no, all right. The Spine, I really love them. I mean, Museum of Idios, Thunderbird, yeah. oof, Memo to Human Thunderbird. Resource. You need to listen to the Thunderbird episode. Okay, are you are you familiar with the the link between Thunderbird and the song uh, Under My Nina? Earth My Nina? Okay, okay, you are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, still, you should listen to that episode because my guest is a professional opera singer, a bass uh, singer, and he has sung in Star Wars movies as well as other movies. Wow! So Me. he was a very interesting guest. Not not his name's Steve Pence. Not a, a name that people would know because I mean people. <laughs> There's like there's very few opera singers that like are household names, you know, like you know Pavarotti mm. or whatever. But um, the yeah, like the three tenors, you know, whatever. But he uh, was super interesting. It was a very long episode because it was about both those songs. Uh, right. Super cool episode. Super cool covers. Um, we play a lot of backwards music and all this stuff to <laughs> show the the link between the two. Very good episode. Um, that was a, f- uh, a couple of years ago, a few years ago. So, applause, applause, applause is right in between Ampersand, which I love, uh, and The Necrols Aren't Working, which um, is a banger that, Oof. for some reason, they have not played that live. They have not played that live. Ever? Never, never, never? No. No. Never. Yeah, I did that episode a year ago, maybe two years. I don't know. Time is... Time's a flash circle. So, applause, applause, applause. Um... Yep, premiered yep. on the YouTube on their dial a song YouTube. Um, so yes, yeah, it's four years ago, September 5th, 2018. So this premiered right before your birthday in 2018. Right before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so were you keeping up with them? Like, were you checking in on Wednesdays and hearing these songs? Oh, were you that much I, into the I, band? I just yet? remember something when a plus a plus drops, like in the YouTube notification, I thought, it was a, a cover from Lady Gaga. Like, applause, applause. Uh, <laughs> I did, like, for, yeah. <laughs> for a solid minute before uh, opening the, the the video, I thought, wow, did they applause? I wonder who it sounded like. Oh, yeah, because applause is from nine years ago, so, like, it did, it came first. Right. I uh, mean, I'm sure Flainsburg, at least, is, is aware of Lady Gaga's various things but, i mean this was one of the singles i guess because it got a music video pretty cool music video holy cow yeah we have a uh, martin with the symbol doing the stuff she just caught a knife in her teeth <laughs> okay all right so okay cool <laughs> you know i respect lady gaga as far as pop singers go because like she can play the piano she can play guitar like she she knows music. She's not, you know, she's writing or at least co-writing her songs, I believe. I don't think, she's not just like the face of the song. You know, she writes, she knows how to write music and she knows how to play instruments as well as being a very good singer. So I'm not familiar with her whole uh but, um, you know, to, to drop in some French there, but uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> but uh much respect to Lady Gaga, as far as pop singers go. Oh, of course, she's, but she's we cool. like uh, cool. we like other stuff. I, I like you, Lady Gaga, but as a friend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> do you like Lady Gaga, or do you like like Lady Gaga? 
<laughs> so applause had no uh it had no true dial a song i would say no demo at least you know because the modern dial a song is just you know them releasing a bunch of shit on youtube in a row um it's not like over the over flans's answering machine um so let's start tearing this song apart here so the uh the credits to this song um i mean so the, the youtube version is basically a live version. So let's talk about yeah. that later. Um, the recorded version is... Uh, it's kind of a demo in some way. It's not finished, it's not like polished. Uh, yeah. It does seem like it, they did it rather quickly. Like the only percussion in it is Marty Beller playing the cymbals. And yeah, it's very fun to watch it on the YouTube video because you're <laughs> just standing behind them <laughs> crashing the cymbals. And it's just... Um, and it's a short yeah, it's song. just acoustic guitar, tenor sax, and uh, the 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 lead vocal. I mean, it's very simple, <laughs> and it's. I mean, yeah, it's it's very bare bones, but in a way, it's like, like just really it sober, cool. right? Yeah, that's a good word to describe it. And I love hearing Flan- or I love hearing Linnell play the sax because so often in the modern stuff. It's Stan Harrison that plays all the sax because Stan Harrison is just fucking baller when it comes to the sax stuff. You know, he kills it. So it's always like these days, it's a special treat to hear Linnell play sax or clarinet or bass clarinet or contralto clarinet. You heard that a lot more in the 80s and 90s. And then as they got onto, uh, you know, factory showroom, they were hiring more session musicians. And then Stan mm. Harrison. Kurt Hoffman played a lot of sax for them early on and then in the 90s and then uh, Stan Harrison more lately. Um, I mean, Stan Harrison has played... He's been on Radiohead Records. He's been on Bowie Records. I mean, he's fucking... You know, he's the shit. And he's been on the show. You should listen to his episode. He That's was so on funny. Withered he's, Hope He's the shit. <laughs> he's the shit. Well, it's like... Uh, like it's funny. He's the shit. <laughs> the shit, yeah. Okay. Well, it's like the F word, too. Like, you could say something's fucked up, or you could say, that song fucks, which is good. <laughs> for fuck's this sake. This song fucks. Yeah, for fuck's sake. It is the most versatile uh, English word, for sure. <laughs> um. So seeing Linnell play sax is definitely a treat, and uh, and I'm a fan. I'm a most fan of his berry and bass saxophone work. So hearing him play, play tenor sax is even more rare of a treat, I would say. Um, just for the record, yeah. I don't play like any instrument, so I just kind of that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> a saxophone is this thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know what a saxophone is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I do, but I, I don't know yeah. what that tenor saxophone is. I mean, what, what makes it so special? You know? Well, go, go ahead and uh, Google it. Google, like, look up, like, I don't know, Google okay. uh, the saxophone family, and you'll see the soprano <laughs> sax, saxophone. which is the straight, the saxophone familia. Um, the, uh, the soprano sax, the highest one, um, is straight. It kind of looks like a you know like a gold colored clarinet or something. That's what Kenny G plays. If you know Kenny G, the uh, smooth jazz f- fucking lamo from the nineties. I mean, whatever. He's a good player. Um, then there's alto sax, which is usually what a kid would start on if they were playing saxophone in band. They would start on alto sax. And then tenor saxophone is the next lowest. So I'm going to order from high to low. 
soprano, just like in a choir, like a soprano. Oh, the <laughs> soprano sax is the highest, then alto, really, really good then tenor, the sopranos, right? Then berry, uh, baritone sax, and then uh, bass sax. And there's also uh, contrabass sax. There's, there's, I mean, there's these giant, these monstrosities, these huge saxophones. Is that it a uh, tenor sax person. like the most common one? No, alto, definitely. Ah, uh, alto. <laughs> Yeah, alto is the one like where right. well, I guess when it comes to jazz and stuff like that, you'll see a lot of tenors like uh, like uh, Coleman Hawkins was a tenor saxophonist. Uh, Charlie Parker Charlie was a Barber. tenor sax. Um, Coltrane was a tenor sax. Um, Lee Conis, I, I, I prefer yeah, I prefer tenor sax over alto because I like the the thicker, more rich kind of low tone, but. Um, alto sax is usually what a kid would start on if they were like 10, 11, 12 starting on a sax and then they would maybe move to tenor or when their hands got big it, enough it, to it's bury. It's sax for kids. Something like yeah, that. Well, I mean, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, like Andy in my band who plays sax in my band, like I, he plays a lot of tenor mostly. Um, but like, you know, his alto sax is like $10,000. Like, you know, it's not a toy instrument. Oof. It's just the one that is the right size for a kid's hands. And it takes less air to make a sound. Like the bigger the <laughs> instrument, the more oh. air it's going to take. You, you know how much uh, $10,000 are in peso argentino? No, a big number. A really big number. 2,600,000 pesos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I was just talking about my my covers crew, our Facebook thread. Kai Pfeiffer is. Uh, I'm gonna call him out again. Well, I'm giving him a name drop. He uh, is a very good saxophonist, and he was he shared a link in our Facebook thread that was a link to a twenty eight thousand dollar Barry sax baritone saxophone. Um, oh, so okay. How many how many pesos is twenty eight thousand dollars? Oh yeah yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, Dios. Ah, you really want to know? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> the economy. 7,206,000. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the number is so large, I don't know how to spell it. It's, 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 There's too many commas. 6,300, yeah. something like that. 2 billion pesos. Uh, 1 million yeah. <laughs> pesos. You got, you, uh, yeah, you're, you're a film student. You've seen Austin Powers, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Two million pesos. Uh, which is <laughs> it's not, it's not that much. <laughs> no. Oh, for, yeah. You know, someone with a ransom or demand. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, so <laughs> I love the way Linnell plays the sax. The like this huge, like just like squeaky high note down to low. Yeah, um, it's kind of odd. I never hear like a saxophone do that. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at the guitar chords right now. So you said you don't play any instruments, but um, just for those I mean, uh, people, for right. your in, yeah, for your information, um, the guitar, uh, the key of G is a very nice key for the guitar to play in. I have written a lot of songs in the key of G because it fits very nicely under your hand playing open chords for. The guitar. Now, this does have some G diminished chords in it, which are pretty fucked up looking. Um, but oh, actually, let me watch the video for this. Does Flans actually play? Uh, the guitar does this. He he dim dim sim bb. Well, I whatever that is. I don't know. 
Um, wait, say that again. Uh, it says, uh, I don't know about my music, but it says, G, G, B, B, C, something like that. Uh, I mean, are you going to G, D, I, M, dim, D, I, M is diminished. So that's uh, like a, diminished. it's a minor, it's a minor chord with a dropped fifth. So like, I'm, I'm learning. Let me open my piano right here for you. And for the for the listeners, I, I think, you know, some listeners might know what a diminished chord is, but if you don't play an instrument, there's really no reason for you to know what that is. Um, so a G major, G minor, G diminished. It sounds sad. Yeah, so like a minor chord, for us people, this is Western music, you know, whatever. Uh, major would sound happy. Oh, happy! Minor, sad, diminished. You're lowering. So it's got this crunchy, uh, dissonant feel, you'd call it. So it's, it's a minor. So a diminished chord is a minor third with a minor third on top. Like a major chord is a major third with a minor third on top. A minor chord is a minor third with a major third on top. You swap them. Diminished is minor, minor. So a minor third and a minor third. Can't drink beer. Uh, there, you're, we're, we're learning stuff. I'm a music teacher. Hopefully that made sense. Uh, um, yeah, I'm learning. But yeah, you know, it's a pretty good guitar key, though you do get those G diminished. And I'm looking at the way Flans plays them in this video. And he's playing kind of like a cheater version of it that doesn't play all six strings. But I'm, you know, I'm down with that. I understand. Um, and then C minors aren't a aren't the most fun guitar chord. C majors, fine. C minors, a little trickier. Um but other than that, you know, this song, I mean, the the verses are definitely in G, but the choruses, are, I don't know, we'd call it the chorus, the no need for friendly words, your kisses or your drugs, um, with that G diminished and that C minor, I guess it's in G, uh, 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 but it's uh, uh, very Linnell. I understand G. now. That's Sol, Sol major, Claro, G major, Sol uh -huh, major. Yeah, okay. uh -huh, right. I have a question, yeah, that's teacher. A... What, what's that? I, I, teacher, I have a question. Yeah, yes. Um, the song is says like the key is G major, but uh -huh. the tenor saxophone is on a B flat. Is that correct? The B flat would be considered an accidental in the key of G. The only so if you're playing the piano, the only uh, black key that you would play uh -huh. in the key of G would be. Uh, the F sharp, the seventh uh, chord. So the seventh step, rather. So that's the only black key. F sharp, G. So if I put the B flat in there, that is the uh, the the flat third. So that would make it like G minor. So instead of B, uh, uh, natural. This is 
You put the B flat. the sad version where Mary's little lamb goes to slaughter. Music uh, theory so yeah, the in be- English is really interesting though. Uh, what? Mary had a little lamb? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, music theory uh, in English is uh, because uh, here we have do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, si, I mean, and you yeah. have F, A, B, C, D, I mean, like the, the whole vocabulary. Well, you're talking about, you're using uh, what's called solfege, and solfege was, inv- well, I'm, I don't know if it's even invented, but it was popularized by a guy named Zoltan Kodai, who is Turkish. He was from oh. Turkey. Zoltan Kodai, uh, he he brought uh, solfege to, uh, like, he, he basically created a music education, like, pedagogical tool, like, a, not exactly a curriculum, but like... A, a, a way of teaching music using do re mi fa sol la ti do uh mm. do a deer a female deer you've seen sound of music right the sound of music the sound of music what's have you seen the movie no what's that you haven't oh my god come on it features uh they 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 escape ah, the ah, nazis ah, ah. Do, and, uh, it, had, it had another name la novi- sí, 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 la novicia rebelde oh yeah 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 I know, Brings I know. us back to do, oh, 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 do, a deer, a female deer. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not into musical, but I'm into culture. I'm a really culture guy in film, at least. I, I, I really felt like that at some point. Like, oh, do you are listening to uh, Argentine music, like trap or rap or whatever? Uh-huh. And I was, yeah. Uh, yeah, my favorite band plays something like a uh, nerd rock. I mean, what what's your favorite band? What are they called? Uh, my favorite band. Mm, I, You're I, allowed to just not say they might. No, be no, no. I mean, it is <laughs> it is they might be giants, but as like in the category, I have a uh, favorite band of all time. I have like favorite band uh, uh, for foreign favorite band like. They might be giants. They are not from Argentina. They are from somewhere else. They are the band I like the most that are not from here, right? Right. But yeah, here in Argentina, my favorite band, it has to be someone called Los Piojos. But yeah, they, they are my favorite band from here. And they might be giants in my favorite band from somewhere else. Okay? Gotcha. Yeah, for you, a, uh, a foreign band. <laughs> yeah, foreign band. Yeah. Americans, those damn Americans. This damn American too. <laughs> Do people in Argentina think that Americans are idiots? <laughs> we call we call you Yankees. Yankees, yeah, Yankees. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah, but like, was that were you all laughing at us when we elected uh, Donald Trump president? It, it, it was a, a shock. I must say, it was a shock. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> It really yeah, happened. They really fucked up. I mean, we we say uh, they, they wanted to vote like Trump instead of a woman. That's uh, yeah. That was the notion yeah. of America. Because we're sexist. Like even even you know the Republican Party, even female Republicans, even women who are Republican would not vote for Hillary because they thought 
I don't know, they thought she was too shrill or a bitch or whatever, like, sexist terms you want to throw at her. Like, yeah. she was obviously the better choice for president. And uh, the fact that Argentinians even realize that, like, that's just nuts. I mean, we're so stupid. We knew Trump, <laughs> we knew Trump wasn't, like, the best idea, you could say. We can, <laughs> we, can, we don't know who Trump is, but, I mean, you, you see, him, see him talk and say, you know, this guy can't be the president, dude. So you're telling me on Argentinian TV you didn't get uh uh the what was the fucking uh, what was the TV show he was on I'm already forgetting The Apprentice. Yeah. He hosted that. No, no, we didn't and, have that. And said you're fired. No, yeah, no, ni ni idea, ni idea. Well, you got spared. You got spared then. <laughs> um, yeah. So well, get back to the core progression of the song. It's pretty weird. I'm thinking that the 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 second core progression of the song. I feel like it might actually shift to F. Oh, yeah. Well, you still wouldn't have a C minor, even if we're an F. Yeah. Still weird. Still weird. Would it be in B flat? Hmm. Because hmm. no. then you'd have that. If it were in the key B flat, then you would have a C minor chord. Yeah, actually. Yeah, actually, everything would fit. That second chord progression, everything would fit in the in the key of B, B flat, uh, major. Mm. You would have those G, G minor, or I mean G minors or G diminished. You'd have a C minor chord. So I I would say that the song shifts from G major to uh, either B flat major or F with a dropped seventh, something like that, something like that. Um, well, okay, what do you make of the lyrics to this song? Let's we'll talk about the lyrics. And I don't know if you looked at the interpretations tab. Uh, I don't always look at it, but there's only two people that have written interpretations. And it's not here. like, uh, really, I mean, one says, the child inside the current U.S. commander-in-chief, Uters, uh, <laughs> I mean, and I'm like, what, what, who is this guy? Who is the U.S. commander-in-chief? I don't know. Well, again, we're talking about we're back to talking about Trump. So this was this. Uh, he meant, we've already circled back uh, around to Trump. So he, oh my God, yeah, maybe the song is about Trump because he's he he was he was inflating the size of his crowd for his inauguration. He was basically saying, I believe he said that his inauguration crowd was bigger than Barack Obama's, which was not true. Like Barack Obama's inauguration, like that was a big deal. The first, our first black president, president, you know, and just a very well respected guy. I mean, uh, uh, you know, he wasn't a perfect president. I don't, we never Uh, had that. I don't think that's possible to ever have a perfect president. He he has his things. He, yeah, he had a lot of things going for him, and he was at least a smart uh, man who knew his way around politics. Where uh, Trump was basically just like a, a overgrown baby fucking whining about everything um 
Yeah, the, so the, yeah, this person says the way so many cr- crave validation through likes on social media. Trump loved his Twitter until he was banned from it. Um, or the child inside, the current U.S. commander-in-chief, who when the person wrote this was Trump, who retells the story of his inauguration so that the empty spaces are full. I, I think, like that. I didn't note that with U.S. commander-in-chief, you, uh, he meant the president. Oh, I thought yeah, it was the president. Like, Sorry, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, like yeah, that's, some uh, some guy in the military dude because they were chief. <laughs> the commander in chief, <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, that's like I, I don't know if you call it a nickname. That's like uh, just another title for right. Yeah, like "Hail to the Chief" is the song you'd hear when the president walks in. You probably heard it in a movie or something, an yeah. American movie. Yeah, so, yeah, the child inside. Though elderly and tired, the hunger never wanes. The child inside requires applause, applause, applause. I like that. Because Trump is fucking old. Like, his health is is awful. Like, towards the end of his presidency, he was, like, practically falling over. I mean, now we've got Joe Biden who's even older. Elderly and tired, the hunger, yeah, the hunger for uh, acceptance and being liked Though, though he insisted on making people hate him, um, he always wanted that acceptance. Like, he is basically, like, you know, I don't want to assume things, but his dad was a real asshole, too. Like, Trump's dad was a landlord, basically. Landlord's oh. fucking <laughs> parasites <laughs> of the world. If he was a landlord, eh? Yeah, yeah, landlords you are know, fucking, they, you know, they, 99% of landlords they are fucking evil. They fucking suck, evil. dude. I hate them. Oh, yeah, they suck. Do you do you rent where you're at? Are you a renter? Yeah, um, when my mom rents, yep. I live with my mom. And okay. the old lady is, is so insufferable. <laughs> so, can I say, it's an it's a old bitch. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and in the previous house, it was some fucking uh, pervert, uh, old fucking what? guy. Oh, no, no, no. Well, Jeez. Uh, don't want that. Yeah, so Trump's dad was, was like, you know, just a money-hungry fucker. I mean, it's obvious that Trump came out the way that he, why he came out the way that he did. But he's he's like, you know, he's an old man who basically is still acting like he wants approval from his dad. Like, daddy, look at me. I'm so rich. When really, he's a fucking awful businessman. Uh, like, Trump the amount therapy. of debt that he has, like, oh, yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He needs fucking mental help. Like it's 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 sad. I mean, really, he could, and I mean, no, like not as an insult. Like he really could. No, no, everyone needs a therapist at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he probably there are probably some medications that could help. You know, tamp down his urges to just like say every fucking thing that comes into his head, um, no matter how rude or sexist or racist or blah 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 blah. Elderly and tired, the hunger never wanes. The child inside requires plus plus plus. This song is about Trump. I will not be convinced otherwise. In this, this is one of the rare instances where I would say the interpretations tab has convinced me what the song wow. is about. Um, though the first, so uh, Nehushtan, the user on the wiki, Nehushtan, who is. Uh, uh, you see that name all over the place. I'm not sure who it is really. I'm going to guess that the impetus of this song was Linnell thinking along the lines of, quote, why do I, or perhaps the Rolling Stones, keep doing this after all these years? So that first interpretation is someone like from the uh, 
someone who actually gets, you know, applause on stage, they still need applause. Like they use the mm. Rolling Stones as an example. Um, I mean, the Rolling Stones still kick ass. I mean, Mick Jagger, that dude, like he's still, he, you know, he's, he's almost as like, like hit toned and like, like he hasn't like gotten, you know, the, the dad bod or grandpa bod, you know, like he's so old, but he's still fit and struts around the stage and all this. Like I can't afford their concert tickets, but I'd love to see the Rolling Stones. But, um, so he talks about drugs and stuff. So like Trump, I mean, I'm sure he did tons of cocaine in the eighties at least <laughs> A ton at of the cocaine. very least. Uh, oh everyone, yeah. Everyone. New York city and the, yeah. Rich guy in New York city in the eighties. I mean, good God. Um, but like, oh, you know, wait, wait, th- uh, was it cocaine like the rich man drug in the U.S.? Oh yeah. You, you know, here uh, in Argentina, like cocaine is uh, in even in the eighties, it was like nonchalant. So every well, everyone, you, well, you uh, South Americans are the ones that uh, grow. No, well, it <laughs> not makes so much sense. Southern yeah, South America. No, I don't think about it. Yeah, it makes sense. Because every musician in the eighties was uh, full of cocaine. <laughs> For you, it's not an import. <laughs> <laughs> right, we they make don't them. make it in Argentina. They were talking about northern parts of South America, Colombia, obviously. Colombia. Historically, Oof. yeah. Of Colombia, that that <laughs> that beautiful Colombian cocaine. So Trump, I'm sure, did a lot of drugs in the '80s. But this verse: no need for friendly words, your kisses or your drugs. No gold, no gifts, no hugs. We only want applause, applause, applause. This one does not seem as much like Trump. Trumpian, because uh, he does want gold gifts. I don't know if he wants hugs. Dude <laughs> seems like a fucking, like, like, I don't know. Like, you see Melania, like, pushing his hand away. Like, he goes to hold her hand, and she, like, slaps it away. It's the funniest shit. I love that. I think I told the um, something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a compilation of it. On yeah, YouTube I somewhere. mean, drum clips was kind of a viral, everyone. At least here. Hey, yeah. I mean, just, I every mean, shit that Trump said, like, I don't know, fucking China, he was, he became a meme, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> but nothing, I, Trump I, has done nothing good with his life, and he's not even a good businessman. That's what he claims that he is, but he is not. Funny. Everything he had, he he inherited. If if he, like, didn't start from money, he would not be at all who he is today. Mm. He is not a self-made We've had a president, like, similar, in a situation uh-huh. similar. Macri in 2015, which uh-huh. uh, the father like was everything was an entrepreneur was a fucking rich guy. Yeah. Uh, he even yeah. said that like yeah, my son is fucking stupid at some point. <laughs> so if, imagine Trump, but, but without even the economic knowledge, man, right? He, right. This fucking guy, uh, Macri, uh, <laughs> to talk an adept. <laughs> For a hundred years on the international uh, mo- money fund, a hundred fucking years. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's all it's this nepotism too, and he's just like you know he wouldn't be anywhere without his dad's money, and then he's just like electing all his like pu- appointing all his friends and his kids, and God, his youngest kid with Melania. Yeah, he's uh, that poor kid. Talk about needing therapy. Can you imagine growing up in that house, in the White House with them? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the second phrase seems more like it could be about the Rolling Stones or some band who is old, like they might be giants are old. They are. They're in their fourth decade. I mean, 
they will ad- be the first to admit they are not uh, young, fresh fellows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can't, um, I can't quite yeah. see the Trump correlation because, I mean, obviously, because I don't limit the U.S., I didn't leave Trump, uh, thank God. But mm-hmm. uh, when I saw the lyrics, like, check the lyrics, I thought it was kind of a story like the song The Greatest. It kind of gives greatest, yeah. that bio, right? Like, maybe this, like this is the great after an epiphany or something. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, The Greatest is is a fantastic song, and I love the video. With Nick Offerman, yeah. yes. Yeah, all the sarcasm. Yeah, they, they call me The Greatest. They're being sarcastic. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if I were to call Trump the greatest, I would definitely be using sarcasm quite heavily. (laughs) If by greatest you mean the fucking most embarrassing president we've ever had. Like, it's fucking embarrassing that we would let that happen. Even worse than Nixon? I mean, he didn't even win the election, really. I mean, Hillary won the election. Yeah, I I, I really hate the way you guys uh, have election. Like, so fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah, the Electoral College. Like... Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if the electoral college was an actual college, it would be just like the party school with all the drunks. Uh, I mean, uh, I learned to the uh, electoral college because of the video of the maybe guys. Oh, so those are the <laughs> oh, electors, yeah. right? Who are the electors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes That's sense. Great. But this still fucking sucks. I mean. It shouldn't be so that this way. Is, see, this is great. I'm sure the Johns would love to hear that. That like the their songs are teaching people from other countries about how stupid the U.S. is. I love that. <laughs> uh, it really is stupid. What can I say? It really I mean, is. and I've already mentioned Polk, you know. <laughs> there, I mean, really, every president was racist up until, I mean, uh, more, even more outwardly racist, you know, in that the first two centuries of, you know, our... I, I, I don't know how you guys are doing with Biden, but the notion we have, like in this part of the country is he's fucking old and probably not qualified to be a president. He is very old and his his health is not good. He really should step aside and let someone else be the the Right. The yeah, I mean you know he looks like he could die like any fucking moment. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Trump too. Trump he's just gonna yeah, but, over but he one didn't day. show it at least he, well you he can, if you look up videos of Trump having trouble walking like like uh, Trump fucking trump stands they love posting videos of biden like stumbling over his words i mean biden like had a you know he says he had a stutter in his speech when he was growing up that he had to overcome Mm. so like if you hear him stutter i mean that's just him like you know overcoming an obstacle in his life that he still has to you know sometimes and as you get older you know your i mean your your capacities physical and mentally are going to deteriorate and you know, he's not like, he's not dead yet. But, but yeah, but I don't he's think he's really our best on, chance for president. I mean, I think from day one, uh, the Democrat, oh, I'm making like I'm the greatest politician in or knowledge of U.S. election. <laughs> but uh, I think the Democrat should have chosen someone else. Yeah. I, I mean, really and, think. and usually, you know, the incumbent, meaning 
I don't know if you know that word. So, like, usually you'll run the person that was just president. You know, you'll have them try for a second term. Mm. But I think in this case, it's not our best bet. Like, I think even enough Democrats are like, yeah, I think we got better choices. Like, I'm not sure who that's Can going to be. Can he make it to another four years? I mean, honestly, like, she's not going to run. But I would love Michelle Obama to be president. Oh, that's. To pull like like well what Hillary attempted mm. you know her husband her husband being president for two terms take a term off and then come back with uh, or take two terms off I guess with Trump and that's then, a really interesting and then come choice, in with, with Michelle Obama I can really see I would her. love that she is fucking she fucking yeah that that would be really really great actually she's awesome she's she's great I mean <laughs> strong I mean I think she is over like I liked Hillary. But I think as far as like the general, like the masses, I think she maybe has would have an easier time like appearing likable. I don't know. People just didn't mm. like Hillary's voice or something. It's stupid. Like very outwardly sexist reasons that people didn't like. I Hillary. mean, she's, where I think she's Michelle, like, I mean, yeah, right. I mean, Michelle Obama, you know, being a person of color that, that <laughs> in our country that is never to your advantage. But her husband was the first black president. She could be the first female and that, first. That black would president. be I mean, really full circle, right? The first black person, Obama, the first woman in, in office. Michelle Obama. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, really I mean, it. we got Kamala Harris as our. You know, we have a black woman as vice president, which is great. Um, yeah, uh, so I mean, right. Kamala Harris. You know, I don't know if she'll be nominated or if she'll go against Biden. I, I'm assuming she'll. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like you talk about Trump wanting to run again already. He's not. He's he's not going to get the nomination. There, there's mm-hmm. enough like white trash. I, idiots I, I don't that, really know any Republican candidate except Trump. Well, there's this dude, the, um, the governor of Florida, uh, Ron DeSantis. He was making a push for it, but I think he's made some dumb moves. Like he went against Disney. He's like, <laughs> Disney needs to pay more taxes, which might be true, but like, you don't go against Disney. Everyone fucking loves Disney. I mean, except everyone that like looks into like his, ra- you know, actual, you know, Disney, the man, like his racist, like anti-Semitic past. But like as a company, people love Disney. Like, you don't uh, and go Disney against has Disney. a lot of power you know, too. Yeah, you don't go against Mickey. You don't go against Hot Diggity Dog. <laughs> nah, I, I don't think so. Anyway, these lyrics here. I like to think that third oh, verse is definitely true. This song. We were talking about the song. Yeah, I think we're here to talk about a song. Uh, but the the whole thing, like the person was saying about his inauguration. So hmm. the vacant concert hall is full in the retelling. We're helpless and obsessed. We're haunted. We're beset by a promise never met. Great rhyme scheme there. Oh, applause, applause, I, I, I applause, like those words. They say it, Wayne's. I, yeah. Yeah. I, they don't even have like a correct translation, but I, I understand what they mean. Well, it's one of those things. Like poetry never translates well hmm. because the rhyming scheme, you know, you translate a word exactly. Like that's why song translations... Like I'll I'll have students like look at a song we're singing in a different language like like kids and they'll notice that like grammatically it doesn't line up because you know grammar in Spanish like things are in a different order in a sentence. Oh, yeah, grammar in Spanish is something else. I mean, even as simple as like ordering food. Like I love tacos al pastor, but you wouldn't say tacos 
pork, you'd say a pork taco. You know, if you're saying it in English, you'd mm. say a pork taco, not a a taco of you know al pastor. I mean, the, the pasture, but you know, you know what I mean. You'd say. Mm. Not taco pork, you'd say a pork taco, you know, so like the order is different. And kids will notice that in song translations. They'll be like, well, why does this, this word's above this word and this Spanish word's above this English word, but over here, it's not lined up with that Spanish word. I'm like, well, that's a really good observation, but I'll just, you know, to sum it up quickly, grammar. Grammar is different. And Spanish grammar is is all over the place. Really. And also, if it's a song that rhymes and you're going to translate it and still have it rhyme, you're going to be going a little loose on the interpretation, you know, get the get the the vibe of it right, but not it's not going to be an exact translation. If you want it to rhyme, it, there's no way it would be a word-for-word translation. No, it's no, not it, rhyme. It, no, no, impossible. Yeah. In yeah, fact, impossible. at some point, I wanted to, like, translate some Tema Villayan song to make it in Ooh. Spanish. I have the the document right there. I think the first one was a Museum of Idiots. Okay. Because the words well, are kind what of What would be same. a good word for idiot in Spanish? I mean, uh, I know words for someone who's dumb or whatever. What would be what hmm. word would you use in place of idiots? Uh, for the song, we have to play the, the word idiota. That's the same spelling. Sure. But if okay. he wanted, if I wanted the same like impact as saying idiot, I would say. Are listening Argentina Spanish. Mm-hmm. Listen, pelotudo, 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 pelotudo. Okay, yeah. See, and again, if you're trying to sing it, and you want the number of syllables, like Museum of Idiots, idiots, so like three syllables. Museo de Idiotas is kind of yeah. the same. Kind of, yeah. The 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 emphasis is kind of on a different place but any thoughts on that that video of them playing it you know marty in the back with the symbols any thoughts there on like you know watching it visually shot of yeah of Linnell with the saxophone really close to the screen and Marty mm-hmm. with the drums like kind of far uh, it's simple no, not need for anything else I think it's goes uh, it's in tone with the lyrics and the song it's a simple song I think mm-hmm. uh, yeah, simple song simple sim- video simple song simple video and the, the lyrics say, we only want applause, like no need for, for fancy thing. We don't need a, a musical video or something. We don't even yeah. need to, to mix it. We just sing. Uh, that's it. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, simple video for a fairly simple song about not needing a plus. Yeah, I think it's 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 like hypnotic to watch Marty in the back because like his concentration face is it's so really funny, fun, and also just like if you watch his symbol technique, like when Linnell gets into the verses. And he's basically like providing like just a steady beat with these little light symbols. Mm. Watch how he plays it and touches it to his chest. So this is the symbol technique. To mute the symbols, you touch them to your chest. So you'll see him play them and then you can see how they touch his t-shirt. So he, he plays them lightly, touches them, plays, touches, plays, touches, plays, touches. That's how you mute the symbols. That is, you know, Marty knows his technique. That's how you keep a symbol hand held crash symbols that's how you I, I, them, I didn't know essentially. I didn't know there was a technique I think really was just the way doing this boom 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 and yeah no I mean they would just they would just be going if you wanted to go and have those little rests in there you gotta touch them uh, to your shirt and when the, the when the camera yeah if you go in the video to 131 they show a side shot and you can really see Marty touching it to his like his belly there yeah, and those are big crash symbols. Those are like eighteen. Yeah, those are some big boys. Yeah, big old boys, uh, eighteen inches or however many centimeters. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you learn American system of measurement. Um, we're idiots. What did I tell you? So eighteen uh, inches. Okay. Museum eighteen of, feet. Okay. <laughs> Museo de idiota. Um, yeah, and then the way Marty like does this big showy thing with the symbols at the end, like that's something you'll see in like marching band and stuff, like in you know at a football, right. our American football American <laughs> game where you crash the symbols and you kind of just do like a little kind of like rainbow falling down with your symbol. Yeah, it's very. I mean, Marty knows his technique. All right, now they've played it twenty five times, and I sent you one other one. Uh, so they play. Oops, why did I go to the greatest? I'm I had the greatest up here because you mentioned it. Okay, applause, applause, applause. Do 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 do. I know they only played it for like a string in twenty eighteen. So they played it in Europe a ton uh, in twenty eighteen in the, the um, fall of twenty eighteen. And then they came back around to North America, played in Canada a few times, and then from October, yeah, late October, yeah, like for a couple weeks, late October, early November, they played it in North America. The only, actually, the only American cities that got to hear applause, applause, applause are um, Madison, Wisconsin, Ann Arbor, Michigan, Ithaca, New York, Baltimore, Maryland, uh, New York, and Providence, Rhode Island. Well, so really, that's that's kind of cool because quite a few those yeah, but but those cities aren't like other than New York. I mean, Providence. I mean, that's the capital of Rhode Island, but still, like Baltimore is a fairly big sized city. But like Ithaca, Ann Arbor, Madison, like those are like college towns. They're not like huge metropolitan areas. So uh-huh. that's pretty cool that they gave this song to Europe and Canada and just a little bit of Northern America, United States. Uh, pretty cool. <laughs> so the one that I sent you. Was yes. uh, October twenty third of twenty eighteen. October twenty third of twenty eighteen was Madison, Wisconsin. So the first that was the that was the American debut of the song at the Barrymore <laughs> Theater in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. And um, yeah, they played it as part of the 
the second part of the show, and I think it was part of the uh, the quiet storm section that they were doing. So uh, just stripped down to John and John and Marty, um, I believe, was how they did it mostly. Um, so let's listen to this. I will drop it in in post. And it's called Applause, Applause, Applause. Yeah, what do you think? It, it, it sounds like the same. I mean, yeah. it, it quite is the perfect live, uh, the live song because you only need three people oh. and it's already in live. But what we're getting here is trumpet. That's not Linnell playing. Trumpet, I mean. Oh my God! Yeah, it's just trumpet. It's not. It's not saxophone. It's trumpet. That would have been Kurt Ram. learn. And then Marty's playing. He's got triangle, woodblock, and guiro. Are those samples on his drum, his electronic drums? Or is he really playing the triangle? I don't remember. I, because they didn't play this when I saw them in Indianapolis. No, I, I didn't see the, the trumpet guy because he's like right behind Linnell. And you yeah, can, it's you can see them. yeah, it's Kurt Ram. Nice. I, did, I why did I not notice that that was not a saxophone when I sent this to you? Um, very cool. But yeah, I think, I think it was part of the quiet storm thing and Linnell must've been just been singing, I guess. Or wait. Yeah. Linnell must've just been singing. Mm-hmm. Flans playing guitar, Kurt Ram playing trumpet and Marty, Marty's either playing a shitload of percussion or he's <laughs> playing his little electronic drum pad. It, it like samples the electronic thing. of a triangle. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Um, awesome. Love it. Let's get to the cover section. So the only cover that I could find, and I did send you an email of another cover, but the only cover I found ahead of this was uh, Jeremy Nickerack, I think is how you'd pronounce his name. Jeremy Nickerack doing a ukulele cover. So I'm going to drop that in here.
Yeah, this ukulele cover, I mean, <laughs> I love this ukulele strap. It's very uh, DIY here. I don't know why he's got it attached around the body, around the waist of the body of the ukulele. That's funny. But like I said, this song has some weird chords. And you can see him just watching his fingerboard because, I mean, a G diminished chord is not a typical ukulele chord either. Um, and, and B flat is not an easy chord on ukulele. But um, it's a different tuning, so the fingerings are different. But for the most part, the chords are all nice for ukulele except for that B flat, C minor, and G diminished. So it's, you know, props to this guy. Yeah. I think it sounds great. I like his shirt too. I like his his hat. I think it's called a Bennett, maybe something. Uh, you probably you call it like a new uh, a newsboy cap, really, uh, like a newsies. So from our covers crew, I sent you a link. This was right before I called you two hours ago. Um, so recency bias is the name of this group. They did a version of applause, 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 and I've only listened to it like twice because I just realized that she uploaded it for me. Uh, so I'm guessing you haven't listened to it yet because I just sent it to you. Yeah, yeah um, um, I thought it was a, like a YouTube link, but I downloaded it. But I mean, no, no. She, it, this is this is the grand debut. This song was oh. covered for you and me to talk about specifically, and the debut <laughs> will be on this episode when it comes out. So uh, why don't you you could go ahead and listen to it right now if you want. <laughs> play into all the like the need for applause there because it says clap you philistines <laughs> uh so like you came and you saw the show now you you need to clap because the song's over but the cover is is awesome because it's so distorted and wacky it makes me remember the the vocals in last wave in the other version oh yeah the last wave alternate yeah, yeah. just with how crazy it is <laughs> <laughs> see <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, it's very noisy. If, to me, it's almost like the alternate of Black Ops. <laughs> oh, I heard that. I heard that. That's on phone power. Yeah, there's like the rockin' version because this is like the, the hard rock, the fuzzy garage rock version of 
applause 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 i really like it it's great mm-hmm. and it's cool that we only there were only two covers one was made especially for us and we had a ukulele cover just a solo dude with a little instrument <laughs> and then you've got glory and victor recency bias playing this fuzzy fast loud obnoxious version and it sounds like glory pitched her vocals up because it sounds it sounds almost like she like, inhaled the helium out of a balloon like alvin at the chimbunks yeah exactly alvin at the chimbunks alvin <laughs> um <laughs> i think it's time to score this song what do you think okay uh i i start or do you must go first. Them's the rules. Bueno, a ver. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, okay, go ahead. I think, I mean, justifying it, I think it should be like 7.5. Okay. I mean, sure. it's a short song with few instruments. Um, it's not quite polished. It's not mix is not like album studio sound uh-huh. uh, the lyrics are quite uh, deep i think uh very interesting with yeah. with whatever interpretation i think you can have like a lot of, of interpretation with this um but i mean it needs more i think it should have been something more in my opinion mm. you think they could have done more with it yeah i think uh, yeah, it, it has a lot of potential, but I mean, they will mm. never do a full version. I mean, but I, yeah, I mean, I'd be surprised if they did. Like honestly, I was kind of surprised to see that they played it twenty five times because yeah, when I saw them, yeah, when I saw them on the I Like Fun tour, they did not play it. I mean, they hadn't released it on Dial a Song yet, and they didn't play it live. It might not have even been written yet. <laughs> like I feel like they're kind of flying by the seat of their pants with those My Murdered Remains songs. <laughs> Uh, you know, all of I Like Fun, that came out in January, so all those songs were actually written in 2017. Right. But, uh, they, I saw them in, like, February of 2018, something like that, so they did not play Applause, Applause, Applause. I was kind of surprised to see they'd played it at all, but that's because it was mostly uh, international shows for them, and then, like, five in America. They, they never um, came to Latin America, right? Or did they? I don't think so. Um, I really doubt it. I, I feel like they've played. They played. They've played Tijuana, Mexico. Uh, have they? Cerquita. Have they played Mexico? Yeah, I mean, the, the exotic Tijuana, Mexico. Have they played Mexico City? I mean, huh. I mean, the, the sad truth is that I will probably never go watch them live. Very depressing thoughts, but I can live with it. You're giving it a seven point five. Yes, I think it's a seven point five. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think I'm going to give it a little lower than that. I think it it is a great song, but yeah, they I'd love to hear a rockin' version, kind of like the cover that we just heard. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear them play it like that, do an alt version. But yeah, you're probably right; they never will. I'm. Uh, it's rated 209 out of 910 songs on the wiki. People on the wiki have given it an average of 8.7, mm, that's which I think is a that's a little high. I'm going to give it a 6.5 because I like it. I'm not going to skip it when I'm listening to My Murdered Remains, but it's also not the best song in My Murdered Remains. You know, it's maybe like the sixth best song in My Murdered Remains. Mm, ah, yeah, I think so too because My Murdered Remains has really good song first. Yeah. And it then does. applause. It does. 
So do you have anything to tell my listeners about? Do you want them to find you like on Twitter or Instagram or anything like that? Uh, I want to, uh, uh, I want to draw my Instagram. Uh, what's the name of that thing that goes squiggly? What? <laughs> squiggly? The, what the, the, at? At, the at? I mean, it has another name here. At Alegaciopo. That's at a L E G A C E O P another another P O. Oh, that, that was quite <laughs> yeah. difficult. Uh, anyone else <laughs> I think you said a G where there's supposed to be a J. No, it's no, he said G. Oh, I'm looking. Okay, I'm looking on Twitter. Yeah, on uh, Twitter. Okay, your Twitter handle is a. Um, Alejo del Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's on Twitter. Uh, but I really just uh, talk about football in Twitter. Okay. Alejo del Tetris. Is this, are you talking about the video game there, Tetris? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yes. I mean, I play I love Tetris. professionally, I think you could say. You, what? You do? Yes, I do. You play, <laughs> you play professional Tetris? Yeah, in fact, I that's have the, amazing. the original Nintendo NES over there. Yeah. Oh my god, that's incredible. Wow, you playing like competitions and stuff? Yeah, I, I in fact I won the 2021 uh, Copa America, the championship what? for here for America. So I, I was the, the, the best player <laughs> of, amazing. of America. That's incredible. I still have my NES. I have a top loader Famicom style NES mm. and I have Tetris and Tetris 2 and then on N64 the Nintendo 64, I have Tetris 3D. I have uh, my Game Boy. I still have my Game Ooh, Boy with the Tetris. Game with, the Game Boy Tetris. Iconic. Yeah. My mom loved that. She played a, she played that Tetris on Game Boy almost as much as I did back in the 90s. The early 90s. Oh, boy. So anything else to tell the people about? When is your first uh, your film directorial debut coming out? Oh, I'm glad you asked that because right now, I'm in the middle of a production of a short film called Isolated Bone, which is okay. a psychological horror film Whoa. about a guy that has to play chess and hears a voice wow. that tells him what to do. Uh, well, oh, wow. There's some back and forth. There's some, there's some stuff that is quite, um, quite nice. Yeah, but it, you said it's a horror movie about chess? Right, chess is the <laughs> chess That's is the great. medium, right? The the horror la- lays uh, somewhere else. Chess is only the medium. Okay, so like, are the voices in his head like torturing him as well as helping him play te- play chess? Uh, you, you have to wait and see. <laughs> I'll have to watch and find out. So when is this coming out? Twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five. Okay, I have uh, planning two releases actually. One in the Spanish like native version. And one yeah. dub in English, Ooh. because I really wanted to distribute to distribute it uh, somewhere else. Uh, yeah, distribute. Yeah, distribute. Uh, uh, because I think it has quite the potential. I, I don't want. I don't want to say nice. like, oh, I'm the girl filmmaker ever, but I have an idea and I really like it and I really have my hope on it. Yeah, you want I mean that I mean that's just the facts of life that you you've got to put it in English or at least subtitle it in English for people around the world to be able to see it, you mm. know. It's it's that language that I don't know. 
somehow we won the language battle and people you know more you know people speak english i mean but a, a ton of people around the world speak spanish i mean it's really you're really doing it in spanish and english those are the two languages that you definitely would want to focus on to make the maximum amount of people be able to watch your movie right so awesome that sounds really cool do you have a wait is there a title for it yes it's called isolated pawn Oh, isolated pond. Yeah, it's a, it's a pond. like a real position that can happen in a chess game, and it, it kind of play with the idea that the guy is isolated. He's a pawn, you know. Yeah. That's cool. No, that sounds awesome. Yeah, definitely keep me posted. And whenever you have something to promote there or whatever, make sure you send me some links and I'll uh, I'll, I'll tweet them out. Sure. That sounds awesome. Uh, and one small thing. Remember when I contacted you the first time about uh making a video clip for Underwater Woman? Oh, let me look back in our messages. Let's see. I mean, I asked you because uh, you are the most popular, uh, what can I say, content creator of the Maggie Giants that I know of. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the first thing you sent me on, on Twitter was, Hi, just wanted to ask something. Glean was deleted from Spotify, oh, perhaps? Bro, and right. I said, oh, that's showed right. up for me. That's the first thing I said. <laughs> Did it ever pop back up? No, I mean, for real, Glean was out for like two days or three or something like that. But it then it reappeared eventually in Spotify. Uh. Oh, and the fingertips from Apollo are, are gone. On a spot for, on a That's spot. weird. That's really weird. Because the last places you'll see, they've been combined into one long track. Maybe. Um, okay, let me see. Where are you talking about Underwater Woman? Let's see. Yeah, remind me. What's the Underwater Woman thing we were talking about? Uh, yes, I wrote a shooting script for that, for making a video clip. And then, uh, if I remember correctly, I asked you if I had to do something about the copyright. Oh, yeah. Um, so have you already made this video? No, not quite. I have the shooting uh, still there. You're I, planning it. Okay. Uh, but I have to uh, like, reassemble the schedule. It's something for fun, really, because if I don't have the copyright or the permission of someone, uh, well, I can show it. Yeah. I mean, you see people make fan music videos of They Might Be Giant songs all the time on YouTube, mm -hmm. and they don't seem to get yanked down. So I think you're pretty safe. That's if anything, they're not going to sue you. If anything, they're just going to be like, could you please take it down? Their management right. is really nice. I'm in contact with their, their main manager, and he's really nice. He's, he's not going to be like, I'm taking you to court. He's I'm taking money from you. Right, he'll say, please take it down. But, but then if you wanted, I could make a cover version of it for you, and you could do the video to the cover oh, version. Oh, there's a really nice cover. Uh, I, yeah? Uh, about a girl singing Underwater Woman that I think of using. May, yeah, uh, you should ask them if you can use it. See, I, I will, because uh, if I want to put it in festivals or whatever, uh, I really need uh -huh. a permission. Uh, yeah, get, get I haven't done that episode yet, so I haven't dug into the covers. But yeah, if you know a good cover, ask the cover I, I, artist. I, I, you can do it. Anyways, thank you for uh, saying that you can cover it. That would be really nice too. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's in the future for now. I will probably do yeah. something about it because I'm a, a filmmaking dude. 
and I have yeah. to film. <laughs> I have I have film film to make. Making dude. Right. I love that. Yeah. Well, best of luck with uh, your your movie. That sounds amazing. And good luck with with all your classes and all that stuff. It was great talking to you. Thanks so much for for being brave and and, and talking in English for two hours with me. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. And, and it was really nice. Really, really nice.